0: The KB Radio Podcast Network is proud to present Can't Wait Wednesdays. And now, here's your host, Kevin Reed. Well, greetings everyone, and welcome to another edition of Can't Wait Wednesdays here on the KB Radio Network. I am your host, Kevin Reed, and welcome to the show, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We've made it to hump day. We're over the hump. On to the weekend. And this weekend, boy, we couldn't clear a better hump than this week, because this weekend... Is so glorious for us movie lovers, for us movie fans, for us uh, who loves even uh binge watching shows on Netflix. We have it all, and uh, this is another jam packed episode of just just gloriousness. I, I am so excited this weekend. I don't know if I'm going, coming, staying put. Uh, uh, in the multiverse, I don't know, because (laughs) this is going to be fun. Um, We have three films to preview this week, three, along with a season two premiere of a show that is dropping on Netflix this weekend, and of course, at the end of this episode, we will have our review spoiler review of episode four of Hawkeye the Disney plus Marvel Studios show so uh, let's dive right in let's let's just let's just get on with it shall we so this week as I stated before we have three films uh, two are in theaters and this one here is actually at home. You can watch it at home. Um, It is premiering on Disney Plus this Friday, December the 17th. And the movie that we're talking about is Swan Song. And I didn't know much about this Uh, when I was researching for the show, seeing what all was premiering this Friday. I saw that this was one of the movies. I'm like, oh, they were trying to slip this by me, I see. And Swan Song is an upcoming American science fiction drama film written and directed by Benjamin Cleary uh, Cleary, and produced by Mahershala Ali, who also stars. Um, The film is set in the near future where Mahershala Ali portrays a husband and father who is diagnosed with a terminal illness but is given a new solution, replacing himself with a clone. Um, Along with Ali, the film also stars uh, Naomi Harris, Aquafina, Glenn Close, and Adam Beach. Um, This looks, well, sounds like, because I haven't seen any promotional material for it. I saw a little snippet of it, but nothing that actually tells a tale of what's to be but um the synopsis the actors that are in this project piqued my curiosity love mahershala ali um mahershala ali is an actor who just uh, he didn't pop up out of nowhere don't get me wrong the man put in the work but really got my attention on the netflix series Luke Cage where he portrayed Cottonmouth I believe was the name of the villain he portrayed and I loved his portrayal of Cottonmouth I loved him on Luke Cage he was the best part of Luke Cage and spoiler alert if you haven't seen Luke Cage he ended up dying um (laughs) and I was from that moment on the show kind of went downhill from there (laughs) especially season two I, I really didn't too much care for season two. It, it, it was all right. But uh it was nowhere near as good as season one. And especially with Mahershala Ali was involved. His character and what he brought to that show. And I saw in the interview um, recently where he discussed that character. And he said uh the only reason he took that role is because that character died. You know, he didn't want to be pinned down. To a character, you know, pinned down to a certain role, which coincidentally, he is currently pinned down to a role because he has been cast as Blade in the MCU. And so, uh, and well, I'm not going to say nothing. You probably haven't seen it. So, but he is going to be in multiple MCU films. But that's not what we're discussing. We're discussing Swan Song. This looks interesting. It, you know, a little twist on science fiction. Science fiction, you can do so much with science fiction. You can tell so many stories. You can tell a family drama in science fiction. You can tell uh social change through science fiction. You can do all type of things with science fiction. And this is another little tidbit. You know, him being diagnosed with a a terminal illness and he wanted to be with his family and don't want to leave his family so what's the next best thing no not leave a recording or a tape of you know uh, or your last will and testament no i'm just gonna clone myself so that's gonna be that sounds interesting, and of course, with all science fiction movies, you know that there's going to be some type of twist, turn, uh, 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 something go awry, and I'm all for it. It is worth a look-see. So, um, this Friday, if you don't want to leave the house, and when we go over the rest of these things, I don't know why you wouldn't want to leave the house, because, <laughs> uh they got, some, they got some good stuff if you go out to the theater, but while you're at home, because I'm pretty sure you're not going to be out the house all day, while you're at home, click on Apple TV Plus and watch Swan Song. All right, that's our number one, but uh, okay, let's skip over this film. Let's go to the other TV. Um, while we're talking about TV or streaming services, that is, we have a season two of a series that I really didn't think much of when they announced it. And I watched it when it premiered uh, a couple of years ago. And I was pleasantly surprised and couldn't wait for season two. And now I don't have to wait any longer because this Friday on Netflix, we get season two of The Witcher. Uh. The Witcher is a fantasy drama streaming television series based on a book series of the same name by Polish writer. I'm not even going to say his name um, set in a fictional medieval inspired landmass known as the continent. The Witcher explores the legendary Grenville and Princess Serra who is linked, I'm pretty sure I'm butchering those names as well, but you get the gist, Uh, who who are linked to each other by destiny. The show stars Superman himself, the man of steel himself, Henry Cavill, and that is the reason why I watched the show, because I wanted to see Henry Cavill in something, because I want him as Superman. I'm waiting for a a follow-up to the Man of Steel. I'm waiting for a follow-up to the Justice League movies. I'm waiting to see Henry Cavill back with the cape. But while I'm waiting for that to happen, I got this. And Henry Cavill in this show, in this role is money. I love this show. This show has, for all your Game of Thrones lovers out there, fans out there. This is a v- real Game of Thrones vibe. I I'm not saying it's up there with Game of Thrones. I don't want y'all to run off with that. But I'm just saying it has vibes of Game of Thrones and I I love the story. Um very interesting. Uh the last couple of episodes of season 1 to be perfectly honest were kind of lackluster. Uh leading up to those All the other episodes were great, but, um, and I say lackluster, they were good, but compared to the previous episodes, they weren't as good as those. So, uh, but they did leave you with a cliffhanger, uh, built it. They did a good job of building up to this crescendo at the end, only to leave us with a cliffhanger for season two. And we had to wait close to two years for season two, which is fine. Um, it was worth the wait. Hopefully, is worth the wait. Um, really enjoyed it. Uh, the actress who plays Jennifer, I, I can't pronounce her name as well. But boy, what a actress! What a role she had. I'm not a hundred percent certain if she was nominated for any Emmys or Golden Globes or anything uh, associated with television awards but she should have been she had a transformation throughout this show throughout that season that was just awesome and I love that I love when actors just take a role and just live in it you know say they really are that I mean I believed her in that role and she did an awesome job as that as Jennifer, is also based off of video games I think I think there is a video game series of The Witcher I never played it but um it is popular I do know that much um so a lot of people who do follow the the, the games and the books really did like the show you know so it, it has been renewed for season two of course they filmed it but In September of 2021, just a few months ago, Netflix renewed the series for season three, even before season two even came out. So that is very, very, very encouraging. But uh, the second season consists of eight episodes and is scheduled to be released this Friday, December the 17th. Eight episodes. We ought to be able to knock that out in one weekend. Um, I hope I do. I, I don't know if I will, because. There's so much this weekend to do. I mean, you still got Christmas. Um, you still got some Christmas shopping. I know a lot of people probably finish with their Christmas shopping. I've barely started. <laughs> so I have a lot to do uh, <laughs> over the next few days. So God help me. But um, I'm still going to squeeze in The Witcher, which will premiere on Netflix this Friday. So that's it for TV. That's it for sitting at home for all you lazy folks out there. But for those of you who want, need, and have to get out, who needs to go to a theater to escape for a couple of hours, we have a couple of goodies. Uh, One in particular, but I'm saving the best for last. But this one here looks very interesting as well, because this is a uh, Guillermo del Toro film um the the very talented and visionary director of such films as The Shape of Water which he won an academy award for Blade 2 uh Hellboy Hellboy 2 not the original Hellboys and Hellboys 2 not that Hellboy with uh uh David Harbour that was horrible that could have stayed in hell that that, that Hellboy was horrible man you want to talk about disappointed my god but anyways uh del toro he has directed some very 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 good films and um with the exception of one that kind of was like eh, that was that uh crimson peak i didn't too much care for to be honest which i need to watch it again um i only watched it once i thought i was going to watch a horror film but it ended up being more of a love story and um i wasn't prepared for that so going back in it with a different mindset i might appreciate it more so i need to watch that again but everything else you know uh 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 pacific Rim, the first one not not part two that was horrible too um but part one which he directed was pretty awesome but uh in this one here uh del toro uh, makes his return to directing. He hasn't directed a film since The Shape of Water, which he won an Academy Award for, which I mentioned before. And this is Nightmare Alley. And Nightmare Alley is a 2021 American neo-noir psychological thriller directed by Guillermo del Toro. And he also wrote the screenplay for And it's based on a 1946 novel of the same name. Uh, The film features an ensemble cast, which includes Bradley Cooper, Kate Blanchett, uh, Tony Collette, William DeFoe. We're going to hear that name again a little later. uh, Richard Jenkins, uh, Romy Romy Mara, Ron Perlman, which is in he's in every one of (laughs) Del Toro's films, including Hellboy himself. Uh, Mary Steenburgen, and David Stratton. Uh This is the second film adapted from a Grisham novel following the 1946 version. So this is, in essence, a remake. Uh, the film focused on Stan, portrayed by Bradley Cooper, an ambitious carny who hooks up with a corrupt psychologist named Dr. Riller, Ritter, uh, portrayed by Kate Beneschet, who proves to be more dangerous, as he is, and so um, I love the look of this film. I love how he, the trailers. I mean, this is this is Del Toro. Del Toro knows it. visually, he is a master of the craft. It is it is truly a work of art on screen when you see his film. I mean look at Pan La- Pan's Labyrinth. Oh, uh, how beautiful it is. How how these are dark films, but the it's not dark. You know, you can still see what's going on. It's not dark like uh what's a film that I, I seen recently and it was a dark movie the the shadows and the was a character but you couldn't see nothing that was going on on screen and I I I'm like man what is this I thought it was my TV I was adjusting the brightness and everything I didn't know what was going on but not in the Del Toro film it is so beautifully shot and uh uh I, the creatures that he have and I don't think there's any creatures in this but it he just uses his camera like a paintbrush you know it, it is I love watching his movies, love it, and this, you know, little noir type feel. I'm, I, and I'm, I'm a big, you know, uh, neo noir type person. You know, I love watching old detective films from back in the '30s and '40s, you know, uh, with the detective with the trench coat and the fedora. You know, uh, it is in the in the cigarette hanging on his lip I, I love those type of movies and so this is a throwback to that and I, i'm all in and it looks like it like it has all type of twists and turns and all this here I, I i'm excited i'm excited uh especially i mean del Toro it you know it's real crazy because this man to won an academy Award his films are always acclaimed always he he rarely makes a stinker rarely and I, I really I'm trying to sit here and think what bad film has he made let's go over his filmography. let me look this up real quick let's look at his filmography and I want to see what bad film has he ever made let's go back to his debut Kronos uh he made that in 1993 uh I remember watching that way back in the day and that was his first film it really wasn't you know and then it was in Spanish, <laughs> so it, there was that. But, um, Mimic, I remember Mimic, Mimic was just your typical 90s horror monster movie. Um, The Devil's Backbone was was pretty good. Blade 2, best Blade film to date. Um, Hellboy, great. Pan, Pan's Labyrinth, great. Hellboy 2, The Golden Army, great. Uh, Pacific Realm awesome uh crimson peak pretty good i'll give it pretty good um the shape of water excellent uh and now you have nightmare alley yeah so and he is working on uh his interpretation of pinocchio for netflix so that will be coming out next year allegedly because it was been supposed to come out but uh I don't know if it was the pandemic or whatever, whatever, but there you have it. But he has, he has trouble getting financing for his film. He has trouble getting green lit for his films. Case in point, Hellboy three. He hadn't, he had his initial idea was a trilogy and it never got to, never came to be. Because studios really don't want to take a chance on his films for some strange reason, and I don't know if it's because of the budget of his films, because they gotta cost a pretty penny. But uh, yet and still, I mean, you're gonna get that back with a with a Del Toro film. I, I I don't see what the problem is. I really don't. I mean, the dude is you just I just read off his filmography. That's his resume. His resume speaks for itself. The dude is an awesome filmmaker. But as to date, uh, critics have already seen this film. It was released at, uh, well, it had its world premiere on December the 1st. And uh, critics are generally positive with the film. Critics praise del Toro's direction, visual style, cinematography, musical score, costume design, production design, and the performances of Cooper and Blanche Zett. Uh with criticism for the runtime and seen as inferior to the 1947 film by some reviewers. Okay, going by that. Going by that, I never seen the <laughs> the original. I never seen the 1947 Nightmare Alley. Um I didn't even know it was one until I was looking up this one and seeing what this was all about. But going by the reviews of this film, I I'm not I don't see what the problem is other than the runtime. Now, the runtime of this film is 100 and 150 minutes. That's what? That's 2 hours and 30 minutes. So it, it's it's pretty long. Pretty lengthy. <laughs> so uh and from the looks of it, it's not an action packed movie so you know I would imagine it's kind of dialogue driven and you know uh, I can see where that can kind of uh, rub some people the wrong way you have to sit there and cry and moan that <laughs> it's it's just a, a dialogue story driven film and it's basically an old school film um but uh you know if you're into that fine you know i'm into it the only problem is is the weekend it came out had this came out a month ago it was good it it had my money but this is a tough one now i might have to push it back until next weekend because there's so much going on and so much going on and then to be perfectly honest You know, that's the only way I can be on this show. Got to be honest with y'all, because I love y'all. There's something that's a tad bit more intriguing than Nightmare Alley. As much as Nightmare Alley pushes all my buttons, there is a film that is coming out this Friday. And if anybody has a pulse, I'm pretty sure you know what film this is. But in case you don't know, what movie comes out this Friday in theaters? The film that I'm talking about, man, I'm about to cry. The film that I'm talking about is Spider-Man No Way Home. Lord have mercy have I been waiting for this. Nothing on God's green earth I just, I just, I just talked about Swan Song. I just talked about The Witcher. I just talked about Nightmare Alley. And all three of those, I'm going to watch. I want to watch. Any other day, any other week, I'm breaking down the door, rushing home to see it, rushing to the theater to go see Nightmare Alley, any other week. But, this Friday... December the 17th in theaters. Spider-Man, no way home. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. All that gold, haven't bought Christmas presents. Hey, haven't went and got a tree yet. Because next this year we decided we were going to get a real live tree. And we are going to finally put a real tree up. I haven't done that yet. I haven't bought a gift yet. I haven't bought wrapping paper yet. I haven't done anything pertaining to Christmas. You know why? And this, this is the honest got truth. Only thing that's been on my mind this whole holiday season is this movie. It's Spider-Man No Way Home. Now, once I get this under my belt, it's ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Merry Christmas! Is 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 candy canes? It's it's hanging up stockings. It's all that good stuff. But I must first, must first get my behind to the theater and watch Spider Man No Way Home. Spider Man No Way Home is in 2021. American superhero film based on the Marvel Comics character Spider-Man, co-produced by Columbia Pictures and Marvel Studios, and it will be distributed by Sony Pictures. This is the sequel to Spider-Man Homecoming, which was released in 2017, and Spider-Man Far From Home, released in 2019, and it is the 27th film. In the Marvel Cinematic Universe, aka the MCU. This film, just like the previous two Spider Man films, is directed by John Watts and is written by Chris McKenna and Eric Summers. And it stars Tom Holland as Peter Parker, aka Spider Man. Also starring Zendaya, Benjamin Cumberbatch, Jacob. Battle on John Favreau and Melissa to in the film Peter played by Tom Harlan acts as acts 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 Dr. Stephen Strange played by Benjamin Cumberbatch to help him uh, make his identity as Spider Man a secret again with magic which leads to the multiverse breaking open and allowing five supervillains from alternate realities to enter Peter's universe. <sighs> Everybody when they when Marvel decided to go this route with the multiverse the possibilities as we know were endless. Um immediately my mind went to mutants You know, it went to X-Men. My mind went to the Fantastic Four. My mind went to Secret Invasion. All these other things, scrolls, and all that came into play because everything is on the table now. We're going into multiverse. And I never thought, as a little boy reading comics, Uh, reading about the multiverse and uh, I never pictured seeing this on film. I never pictured uh, uh, one day that we're actually going to witness this emotion, (laughs) you know, in moving pictures. I never thought that, but here we are. Here we are. It started with Loki, which was on Disney Plus with the multiverse and how that broke open. And how all the different possibilities were were branching out, no pun intended. And I'm like, man, this is this is interesting, man. We we're we're in a brand new day. <laughs> we have arrived. And when they first announced uh Spider-Man No Way Home, I didn't know. I didn't know this was the route they were gonna take with it. They did say that uh Doctor Strange was gonna be there. But I took it as, well, Tony Stark is gone, so he doesn't have that that, that father figure. So I'm guessing Doctor Strange was going to be the little father figure for him because they got, you know, in the previous two films, that's what he was lacking. That's what Peter Parker was lacking. That's the route they're going in these films. It's not necessarily like that in comics, but that's the way they're doing it in the films. Fine. That's fine. I ain't have a problem with that. <clears throat> it didn't have a problem with the previous two films at all, to be honest with you. I love this interpretation of Spider-Man. Um, I didn't have a problem with the other t- interpretations. Love Tobey Maguire in the Sam Remy films. I loved a- Andrew Garfield, believe it or not, in the Mark Webb films. Um, I didn't have a problem with neither one of those films, The Amazing spider mans I know it's like blasphemy to say that, but I actually like those movies did they have problems yes 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 of course they did have problems but i didn't have a problem with them now these the uh uh, i guess you could say the home films because all all these spider-man films have home in the title whether it's homecoming far from home and now uh uh no way home um I love, I love Tom Holland as Peter Parker. I think he was a perfect, he was perfect casting. And yeah, so I missed my point. Oh, here's my point. Didn't think in a million trillion years that we would get what we're about to get in this film. The, uh, if anybody remembers, if you have seen, uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. The animated one. Which is the greatest Spider-Man movie ever made. And that's saying something. Because Spider-Man 2. Was. Uh, one of my favorite comic book movies ever. Comic book movies. Not Spider-Man movies. Not Marvel. Comic book movies. um, Ever. Uh, And then. Into the Spider-Verse came along and just shattered that. That is the best comic book movie ever made. And it was animated. And we saw different versions of Spider-Man. We saw Spider-Gwen. We saw Peter Parker. Peter B. Parker. Miles Morales. um, uh, Spider-Man Noir. uh, (laughs) Spider-Pig. uh spider-man 2099 of course you didn't see that until the post-credit scene but you had all these different versions and you're like man only if they can do that on film it'll never happen though and here we are in this film ladies and gentlemen and i've refrained from reading any more of the uh Synopsis and everything because I don't want to be spoiled. Matter of fact, uh, the other day they released the first five minutes online of the opening five minutes of, of uh, Far From Home. I mean, I'm sorry, No Way Home. And I didn't watch it, I, I refused to watch it. I'll watch those opening five minutes when I'm sitting in the theater either this Thursday night or Friday watching it. With popcorn in my hand (laughs) in my icy. I'm I'm not I'm I'm actually going social media dark for (laughs) for the next few days. I don't want to get spoil I don't want to hear nothing about this movie. Nothing until I watch it. Um if anybody see it and then wanna talk to me, don't call me till Saturday. Because by Saturday, I will definitely have seen it. That's a promise. That's a that's, You can lock it down. Unless God call me home, that's, that's going to happen. <laughs> we'll see it before the sun go down on Saturday. But anywho's, uh, in the trailers, we see already, we see the emergence of Green Goblin. And not just a Green Goblin that they cast for the new films. No. We see. William Dafoe. William Defoe From the first Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire. Directed by Sam Remy. He returns. But, but I'm going too fast. Actually the first villain we see in the first trailer. Is Dr. Octavius. Doc Ock. Played by Alfred Marnina. And you're like, wait, <laughs> that's he played Doc Ock in Spider Man too. Well, here we have it. He he's in this one. It really the see and I keep thinking back, you gotta go back to Spider Man Far From Home. In the post credit scene, when it was exposed uh by J. Jonah Jameson. That Spider-Man is Peter Parker. J. Jonah Jameson is portrayed by J.K. Simmons, who portrayed J. Jonah Jameson in the original Spider-Man trilogy with Tobey Maguire. So you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, whoa, whoa, <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> what's going Wait, What's happening? And then the, the ball just went to rolling. So you got... Alfred Menina coming back. William Defoe pops up. He's Green Goblin. Then you have Electro from the most hated of the Spider-Man movies, uh, The Amazing Spider-Man 2, portrayed by Jamie Foxx in that film. Jamie Foxx is in this movie as Electro. And you're like, what? Then, in the second trailer, you see the lizard, which was in The Amazing Spider-Man. You see Sandman, who was in Spider-Man 3. That, which I felt was the worst of all the Spider-Man movies. But, well, actually, I appreciate Spider-Man 3 a little bit more um, lately. Still not great, but lately. All these villains from these different movies. And they explain it as the multiverse open up this riff. All these villains... From Spider Man's different realities have emerged or converged or whatever the term is in Tom Holland's Spider Man universe. And I'm like, my mind just went, I think I bust about three blood vessels in my head. I I, I cried. You could ask my wife when we sat on the sofa and watched this trailer, I just, tears flew down my face. I'm like, what? Do you realize what's going on right now? Do you realize what we are watching here? I just couldn't believe it. I could not believe it, that they found the way to bring all this together. Now, here's the big looming question that has been surrounding this film, the rumors, the the speculation Will Toby Maguire pop up? Will Andrew Garfield pop up? Well, believe what you want to believe. I don't. I, I ain't gonna say that it's not possible, but I'm not listening to the noise. I'm not. I'm not buying in on uh, uh, what these YouTubers may say or uh, uh, these movie pundits may say. I know they had a, a, a photo leak. Of the three of them standing together in their Spider Man suits and all that, there. I didn't even look at it. I didn't even uh, entertain it because I'm not, I'm not. I used to be like that. I used to, I used to want, I, I wanted to see everything leading up to a film. And as I got older, I realized I was doing myself a disservice to that film because. Number one, I sit in the theater. I'm not surprised by nothing because I've seen it all already, you know, and what really did it for me was Batman V Superman Dawn of Justice when they basically showed the whole movie in the trailer and I went to go see the movie and nothing shocked me as much as I enjoyed that movie. Another hot take as much as I enjoyed that movie. Nothing shocked me because I've seen it all on the trailer. (laughs) it <laughs> doesn't shock me they showed doomsday in the trailer and so it was no shock when he popped up but anywho's uh marvel does a good job of hiding some things they 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 do a real good job and um uh they've been they've been keeping some things of wraps because if they're willing to show the villains as much as they have that lets me know that there's more to show because they really don't Spoil surprises like that, and so um, I'm 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 excited to see it. I can't wait to see it. Uh, this will launch so much, and especially for Doctor Strange because his film is coming out soon. Uh, it was coming out in March, but I think they pushed it back to summer. Uh, for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, where Scarlet Witch will be the, here it is, the villain in that film. Um, so we already got a taste of where, uh, uh Scarlet Witch, um, is heading from WandaVision, if you've seen that too. I, I was telling a friend of mine that, uh, man, if you haven't been watching the Disney Plus shows, you lost, man. You behind the eight ball hit because you... <laughs> you missing a lot of stuff as far as continuity and seeing where the story is. Uh, so uh, uh, don't think just watching the movies, you good. No, you have to watch the television shows as well because it leads up to a lot. And WandaVision led up to what we're about to see in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. So uh, I hope that everybody is caught up on that before that happens but in any event um yes 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 i'm excited for this i can't wait for this this is the creme daily creme of the weekend probably the year i'm 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 all in on uh spider-man no way home i have nothing else to say about it because i have no like I said, I haven't read anything. I don't want to know anything. I'm just excited to see it. So this Friday in theaters, actually this Thursday night, um, in theaters, I'm going in IMAX. Y'all can watch in whatever y'all want. You going to get the release of Spider-Man No Way Home. All right. Ooh, boy! Now, with all that said, you know what all comes out this weekend. You, you, you got it X'd out on your calendar. Now, let's get into our spoiler, 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 spoiler review of episode four of the Disney Plus slash Marvel Studios television series, Hawkeye. Oh let me take a drink of water right quick. I talk myself to death with the uh <laughs> with Spider Man. Uh yeah. Hawkeye. <laughs> Hawkeye. Um as we know, episodes drop every Wednesday. One uh episode five has Uh, at the time of this release is already dropped so um episode four was came out last year last year lord (laughs) him last week uh partners am i right uh we have returning in the director's chair burton bernie who directed the previous episode uh echoes um they returned to direct this episode and boy this was a good episode here. This this was let me tell you about Hawkeye thus far. Hawkeye out of the Disney Plus series. Um WandaVision was holding on tight to number 1 for me as far as the best. Hawkeye if they don't drop the ball in these final two episodes it's going to it's going to jump that for me. Hawkeye is the best series thus far. I love this show. And episode four just got even better. I'm still waiting for that lackluster episode to drop, and I haven't seen it yet. This was the one. Um, If it had to be one to kind of slow the pace down, this would have been logically the one to slow the pace down. But it didn't. Um. In this episode, we saw, uh, leaving off from the cliffhanger from episode three, where Jack had the rolling sword to Clint's throat, uh, it picks up right from there, and basically, we have a discussion between Jack and Eleanor with Clint and Kate. About why is there Avenger in here, and are you working with the the Avengers on something? Um, blah blah blah. Basically, uh, Kate tells her mother and Jack that you know that they're partners. That him, her, and Clint are partners. And Clint is like, no, we're not, <laughs> no, we're not. You know, it, it trying to shoo it off. You know, downplay it. Uh, but it is, it. It was interesting to see that little dynamic, to see that there's something more going on than meets the eye. Yes, we know about Jack. Something is up with Jack, but we got a little more of Eleanor. We see that there's more to it, especially with the conversation with uh, Eleanor and Clint by the elevator, how she was trying to pick him for information in a slick way you know, asking him about his family, asking him, uh, you know, uh, just basic stuff, asking him to leave the case alone. Why would you ask him to just leave the case alone? What what concern is it to you? So it's like, uh okay, there's more to this with her. You know, <laughs> it's not so much Jack, it's more her. And so um from there, we get an interaction over the phone with Clinton, his wife, uh, Laura, where she asks him, you know, how's it going on? You know, are we, are you finished? You coming home? And he's like, no, still more going on here than what meets the eye. And can you help me find out who's, you know, uh, who's, who's over this Sloan limited place, the shell company? And come to find out that Jack is the CEO of it. And yeah. So she finds that out. (laughs) She helps him with that. And with her, we get a little bit more about her little backstory. Now there's questions about Laura. Did she work for S.H.I.E.L.D.? Is she Mockingbird? Uh, In the comics, Mockingbird was an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. as well. And Mockingbird and Hawkeye had a relationship. So um is she actually mockingbird, you know, cuz it's more to her than what meets the eye. Um this was displayed in this episode as well and then we get uh their interaction with uh Kate and uh Clint at uh the apartment and she's trying to cheer him up and uh, cause he's not around his family for Christmas and they're talking. Clint opens up a little more, um, about his past and, uh, Kate finally confronts him and asks him or tells him like, yeah, you the, you were rolling, rolling. Right. You know, and he pretty much confesses that yes, he was rolling. And, you know, from there, it leads them to tracking down this apartment where they discovered that it was Echo's apartment and Echo has this watch that Laura had asked, had asked uh, Clint about, cause she was real concerned about this watch. So is she linked to the watch in some way exposing her past? Cause now he wants to get the watch. But anyways, the watch was there alone with a tablet with a list that of clint and his family name and uh the children's name and ages laura's name and everything everything you need (laughs) right there and so uh now the plot thickens and so at that point Clint start fighting on a roof with somebody, didn't know who it was, thinking it's Echo. But all of a sudden, Echo shows up in an apartment and start fighting Kate. So who is Clint fighting on that roof? One thing leads to another. Come to find out, boom, bang, bing. Yelana, uh, y- Yelana, uh Florence Pugh from Black Widow. She is Black Widow's sister. Natasha's sister uh, adopted, or however you want to quantify, from the film. So she finally shows up and fights Clint, um, and pretty much we leave there. We leave at that point uh, where where Clint decides, you know, he wants to leave uh, 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 Kate alone, tell Kate to go back home. It's getting dangerous. We have a black widow assassin out here and blah, 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 you know, you're in danger and breaks off the partnership. And that's where the episode ends. Uh, this, this, and I told it in a long driveway, a long dry boring way, but I I can assure you that it, it is, it is very, very exciting. It is a very, very, very good episode. Uh, it never slows down and that's what I'm impressed with. With this show in this series, the way that they are telling the story, they're keeping the story moving forward quickly. Cause this was a quick little episode here. If it was forty minutes long, my name ain't what it is. I don't know how long, but it went by quick. But they told so much in that short amount of time, and all the episodes did that. And I'm, I'm, hey man, I'm, I'm, I'm loving how they're doing it so we're about to get these final two episodes uh (laughs) and it's gonna be i I think a lot's gonna be revealed even more i I forgot to mention even more was kind of hinted on in this episode that kingpin is the the guy is the big man as they call him in the show uh they keep dropping these little nuggets and uh, you know, I, I, I'm thinking they not, they probably not gonna drop it in this show. They probably waiting to actually reveal Kingpin. But uh, whatever the case may be, <laughs> I don't care. I'm loving how this is going. No matter who the villain is, it could be the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm loving it. So, uh, as I said before. Episode five should already be out by the time this show premieres. So check it out on Disney plus Hawkeye. Uh, everybody, it has been a joy to talk to you today. We have so much content coming out this weekend that, uh, man, it, 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 Nobody should be bored or don't know what to do. If you finish with your Christmas shopping, if you're finished with all your decorations and this, that, and the third, man, check out one of these things. One of them. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. You can spare two hours to check out one of these uh uh, uh movies or TV series. Uh So there you have it. Already, you already know. You already know what I'm doing this weekend. So uh, enjoy. Uh, as always, everybody, look, don't forget to email the show if you have any questions, comments, or anything about the show. You can email us at podcast at gmail.com. Also, you can leave a voicemail in the description below. You can support the show in the, descri- in the description below as well. Um, check us out on iTunes, Apple Podcasts. You can leave your five-star ratings and reviews there. Also, check us out on Spotify, where you can follow the show, as well as click that little bell icon, where you can be notified about the show whenever we drop a new episode, as well as sharing the show on your various social media platforms, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Share the show. Let everybody know that you're listening to the KB Radio Network, um, as well as looking up the KB Radio Network on those same platforms. We are there. Just look up KB Radio Network. Everybody has been a joy, an honor, and a privilege to talk to you today. Y'all have a Merry Christmas. If we don't speak again, Merry Christmas. Enjoy this time of the year is a beautiful time of the year you know here in southeastern Louisiana it is hot We haven't had a winter yet we still wait on winter it's, this is I, we're probably gonna be in uh, tank tops and cutoff shirts for Christmas this year it is hot man but um but enjoy this time of the year Merry Christmas to all I love you. Continue to love one another, and until we speak again, everyone, you all be blessed.